this week's podcast brought to you by the Beefy Boys. Three cool dudes hanging out, talking about music, video games, and sports, and anything else that hits our fancy. Uh, yeah, check them out at www.beefyboys.com or on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you love their logo, you can buy their merch, www.cafepress.com slash beefyboysmerch1. And oh, baby, you know you're going to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Find us on Twitter at beefy underscore boys, and you can find us on Instagram at official beefy boys because it is official. Make us blue check marks, keep following us, and you can find us on Facebook at the beefy boys. Ladies and gentlemen, it's beefy. A good podcast requires a good beer. So that's why I always go to my go-to, Keystone Light. If I'm going to the store, I don't want to buy a 12-pack. I want to go for a legit 15-pack. When I go to a party, I don't take Rainier. I take Keystone Light. And you know what? It tastes so good, I'm going to have it right now. Cheers, folks. There's a burp coming in. That's good. What up, Buckleheads? Welcome to episode 111, episode 111 of the Beefy Boys Bud Club. I'm Joe, and I'm joined here with Vito. What up? And Christian. What's up? You know what I was just realizing? I've done that intro so many times, I could do it in my sleep. Like, I don't even have to think about it anymore. I have to look up the episode number. But the, the, the only thing you think <laughs> of is the episode number. Yeah, but it's legitimately the same the same one, you know? Yeah. I was saying I need, like, a like a sign-off for when I'm done podcast or when I'm done with class, you know? I'm like, maybe I'll think up one, you know? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Like, all That's those guys have, like, their thing, you know? Or, or like that meme of the guy who shows up in like a, a, the exact same outfit but with a different color shirt every time. He's like, hey, hi, hey, hi, hey, hey, hi. <laughs> and it's just like a clip of him like doing the same thing every day. Oh, man. I, I love, I fucking love that video. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Yeah, hi, yeah. Hello. I don't think I'm familiar with this particular it's pretty good. video. Yeah, yeah, you gotta see it because it's hilarious. What's up with the sea sh- the sea shanties right now? What's going on? <laughs> I, it's weird that sea shanties are just like becoming so popular out of nowhere. My cat's on. But the I feel like I'll be right back. Continue. Are they? Yeah. I feel like we were ahead of its time. We were we were doing sea shanties like three years ago, and we were just ahead of its time. Yeah, they were blowing up. They're blowing up on TikTok, Vito. All the kids love them. It's weird. That's funny. I uh, know these kids in 2013. I mean, I know the answer, but like in 2013, when Black Flag came out and all the nerds were into these shanties for six months, where are the kids (laughs) then? You know, I know the answer is they were like five. I was into it again too with um, the one like pirate metal band. (laughs) Fucking what's it called again? Pirate Alestorm. Ailstorm. Ailstorm. Yeah. Yeah. There's just one that's not a whole genre. There's just the one pirate metal band. I mean, (laughs) it might be. I don't know. It might be a whole genre. (laughs) 
I love um, really weird genres. We could do a whole like nautical themed genres, you know, yacht rock, pirate metal. Sea <laughs> My radio station, we only play play ocean themed genres. <clears throat> oh my god. Yacht rock. Yeah. That episode still cracks me up. <laughs> that was a really that long shit, episode. Oh. That shit still cracks me up. Yeah. Yeah. Who's our guest for Yacht Rock? It was my was mom. It, uh... it was my mom. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. God, that is funny. Good times. And, and then last year there was a really good song. Um from World of Warcraft that uh, was a sea shanty kind of vibe. That was really good. Oh, yeah? That's the other time I was kind of into that kind of stuff. I've always kind of been into sea shanties, though. They're it's just, fun. I mean, I mean they're fun. It's, they're it's fun. Sort of just like stuff that's like really easy and fun to sing either when you're drunk or at work. Does this mean, <laughs> like, if this pattern holds in like three to four years, are the kids going to get really into the Fallout 4 soundtrack? Because that was what was going on in the nerd community, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, Fallout 4 soundtrack was just like, it was just like the greatest songs from Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas. Yeah, I know. Put into it's the greatest hits soundtrack. albums. Everyone knows the greatest yeah. hits albums are the epitome of music. Right, that's what yeah. everyone wants, you know. No one needs like the well-constructed album that flows from between tempos and styles. No, just give me the, the top hits all at once, you know. And I'll put it on. But however, that's the way to do however, it, right? if you pull off if you pull off a perfect album, it's a, it's a great thing to have every now and then, where you can like literally have an album that you start. I'm being from song one, I don't actually don't believe that greatest hits albums are the best thing. <laughs> uh, I like greatest hits albums. It's because it's easier when you're like pirating. <laughs> it's like if I just want the top tracks, sure. Yeah, it's like if I'm not trying to download, you know, 15 albums, I'll just get this one CD and call it good. Like people take like, well, I don't know. If I don't know how much time fucking Cardi B is putting into the construction of her albums, but, you know, classic <laughs> rock artists took time to think about where each song belonged on the album, and there was, you know, a cadence to it, you know? Like, Beatles tracks flow from one track to the other. That's why the end of a Beatles song sometimes, it's actually the start of the next song, and if you don't listen to them in order, it really fucks you up. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> oh. And they aren't the only ones who would do that, you know? I imagine that's uh, a lot too because back at sort of back in my day, but not really because I'm not old. But back in the day, they um, often probably used to just record all in one shot and then cut it up later. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Christian's the audio recording expert. I feel like I heard that somewhere. I don't know if it's actually true. You heard? I mean, it just kind of depends on the artist. It's it's more For of sure. like. A- because I'm sure that those Beatles songs, even though the technology wasn't amazing at the time, their music is really simple. So yeah. it's like if you get those guys in for an eight-hour studio session, you could probably record an entire version of their album. And they probably just recorded album after album one time after another of, I, I, for what I would assume a couple different times. Like there's, 
even with like bands like Pink Floyd, they recorded Dark Side of the Moon like three times, but in like one sitting. So Vito's got a point. It's like they these bands used to construct themselves to work these albums instead of doing them song for song like most of it's done today. They would do it album by album. So it's like you have an album written, you have it rehearsed, you have it practiced, you have it ready to go. And then you come in and you do it. And uh, you get it done in one sitting. Somebody's able to mix it. You don't like it. You go back in and you do it all over again. Man, look at us bringing it back, talking about music again. What's that? I feel feel like our least talked about, like, beefy boy topics, if you will, is music. Because it's, yeah. it's been so long, especially since COVID, because you haven't had any shows you're going to go either. Yeah, that's the thing. No, no shows. So it's been it's been tough. I've been watching live videos on YouTube. Just kind of get my FOMO. Yeah. <laughs> you're just watching like live performances from some <laughs> shitty iPhone cameras. <laughs> No, 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 no. Oh, like man. the like the uh, actual oh like the actual okay. like video produced live performance of songs. Those are always fun. I, I always enjoy those. Yeah. But yeah, man, it's uh music's a really weird thing how it how it works. And when it comes to old music like that, they just did things so crazy. You know, um, it's just not like that anymore. So it's just kind of like how you said. It's like, you know, I don't think you're going to have a band today that'll go in there fully rehearsed to record an, an entire album in one sitting. I just think that the human race has evolved to a form of just not being able to do that unless you're, and you know, every band now and then probably can, but... I just don't see it, and I haven't seen it very often. I got you. It's a lot of work, and it's really expensive. It's a lot more expensive now than it was back then. And that's just because the technology is, like, retarded amazing, you know? I do have have a music-related question for you, by the way. Yeah. So this is, like, a music theory question. What exactly is a melody? What does that word actually mean? It, it's, oh. the, it's like the main part of the song. It's like, uh, uh, basically, it's this part that's supposed to pop out in the song okay. that the people kind of listen along to, and the harmony is like the backup vocals or whatever. You know, it's it's the it's the to enhance the melody, but not over. Okay, so if you think of the song like sounds layered on top of each other, the one that stands out the most is supposed to be the melody, or you mean like the the melody? The the melody is the melody is like the there's like the certain notes that like stick out to make it. The the melody is like you know, and then the fucking trumpets in the background is the harmony. Okay. Yeah, it's it's like a sequence of it's, it's hard to describe, but it was it's like it's just like a certain sequence of notes that people find satisfying. That yeah, like they're yeah. naturally satisfying to the ear. Yeah, and it's usually and the catchy like, part too. Yeah, they're built to they're built to be satisfying to the human ear. And That's the harmony the is like enhancement of it, so it'd be like 
the same it could even be like the same instrument the same rhythm but there's like a couple of notes that are different that are like lower and less poppy but they enhance the overall sound i see i see okay okay cool that has been bugging me for years and i figured i'd ask the experts (laughs) like uh in band i would play the first trumpet the first trumpet would play the melody of a certain song that you know if if it's the trumpet that's playing the melody Mm. and then the second there'd be second trumpet third trumpet fourth trumpet sometimes where um, they would play the harmony, which would be very similar to the melody, but they, it, it'd be like very few changing in notes, um, but they'd match the rhythm usually, and and it, or or they had they'd have sometimes longer notes um, in the background that sort of match the the rhythm of the melody, and then that would sort of enhance the sound behind like the melody to give it like backing and, and like fullness. I see. I see. I see. I'm learning so much. Guys are good teachers. I'm preparing. Give me one second. Yeah, that's that's just like my generic terming of it because like I kind of know what it is, but I don't know like a definition for it. And it's hard to it's hard to get like an exact definition, you know. I mean, I'm like, sure if we looked it up, it'd be super easy to though. <laughs> like I'm sure people have thought about it enough to be able to describe it well, you know. I'm sure if I looked up like a music theory textbook, I could get a real answer. But now I know (laughs) what those words mean. Now I just need to learn the difference between rhythm and cadence and tempo. (laughs) Well, tempo is just the speed. I know that. (laughs) I'm aware. (laughs) I just added that one out of fun. All right, I made you guys a quiz. This is a short quiz. We haven't done a quiz in forever, but since we're talking about music, I forgot R and I have been playing this game. It's really dumb and fun. So the game is I give you the first names of the members of the band. Do you have to tell me the band, okay? All right, I'm not going to know any of those. So if the, just as an example, if it was Vito, Joe, and Christian, the answer would be the BV Boys, right? So. Yeah. <clears throat> And just, I don't know, shout out your answers, I guess. Buzz in. We don't really have a good system here on Discord. Here, just buzz in by saying your name. That's what we did on the 100th episode. That'll work. Like a fucking Pokemon. Okay. <clears throat> so, question one. Why don't we just literally buzz in by going bzz? Well, how will I know who it was? <laughs> uh, well, the name should light up. You're both going to be... But if it's like off by a split second... <laughs> You're both going to light okay. up. <laughs> that makes sense. Just say your own name. Right. You're both two syllables, so it'll be fine. Okay. So, first one is Chris, Dave, and Kurt. Uh, uh, yeah, well, Vito buzzed in. I so. mean, <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Give it to Vito. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, these are going to be very hard. I really prepared, not to mock my sister, but I prepared this game for my sister because I know she wouldn't be able to get any of these because she's horribly terrible at, like, classic rock, you know? And then she fires back, well, you don't know who this random-ass pop star I just made up is. I'm like, you made that person up. 
And then she turns the radio on and I hear the song 20 times in a row. And I'm like, if I get any of these, it's pure luck. <laughs> the goldfish brain. <sighs> Roger, Keith, John, and Pete. Uh, Vito. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aerosmith. No. No. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't fucking know. I mean, the name sounds fine. I don't know. Christian. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, I you think buzzed I in. <laughs> Was it... Say the names again. Roger, Keith, John, and Pete. Uh, Rolling Stones? No. You're both wrong. Roger Daltrey, Keith Moon, John Entwistle, and Pete Townsend are the who. Oh, I wouldn't have gotten that one, unfortunately. Come on. Not a big who guy. Rude. They're my favorite classic rock band. My wife always makes fun of me for that. They're my favorite classic rock band. All right. Who, who are? Ha 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 ha. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. John, Jimmy, John, Paul, and Robert. John, Jimmy, John, Paul, Robert. Yeah. See, this is harder than you think. Wiener Schnitzel? <laughs> Wiener Schnitzel is not <laughs> What's that one thing? The fucking John Jameson fucking Wiener Schnitzel song John thing? Jacob Jingleheimer Smith, that one? Yeah, <laughs> Children's that song? One. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. That's kind of what it reminded me of when you listed off their names. John Bonham, Jimmy Page, John Paul Jones, Robert Plant. Ah, yeah. <laughs> go. I'll give you the point. Who, who was it? Led Zeppelin. Oh, yeah. I literally don't know the names of any of these people. Oh man, it's hard when you it's hard when you only get first names. I know. That's why work. it was a fun game. It would be too easy if I gave you the full names. Yeah. I got two more. I got two more. It's tied one to one because I gave Christian that point because I'm a nice guy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, Brian, Mick, and Keith. Uh, Christian. Yeah. Rolling Stones. Yeah, there you go. Paint it black. That's my favorite Rolling Stones track. And also calls me a dork for that. It's one of my favorites, too. Yeah. I don't think the Rolling Stones have many good songs, but their songs that are good are really good. I think they're it's very like overrated. They were very much like opportunists. Yeah. They released a disco album because it was popular at the time. I mean, they're hopeless opportunists, you know? And when I first learned about the Rolling Stones, somebody played them for me, and I'm like, I literally have heard every one of these songs in a car commercial. So, <laughs> <laughs> so rock and roll of you trying to sell fucking F-150s or whatever. <laughs> All right, last one, Vito. Here's your chance to tie. <clears throat> Joey, Johnny, Dee Dee, Marky, and Tommy. You guys are going to beat yourselves up when I reveal the uh, answer. Uh, Christian. Yeah. Motley Crew. No, incorrect. Uh. Right era, though. <laughs> You know, any guesses? None. It would be Say the jo- names again. Joey, Johnny, Dee Dee, Marky, and Tommy. <clears throat> Damn. All right. Oh, oh, Christian. Yeah. New kids on the block. No. 
All right, I'm, I, I, I'll, I'll just tell you: Joey Ramone, Johnny Ramone, Dee Dee Ramone, uh, Margie uh, Ramone, uh, and Tommy Ramone. Vito, yeah, no, like literally, I don't, I don't know the people <clears throat> in bands even more so than I don't know the songs of of. Now <laughs> uh, we had a lot of fun with that game. It's because it's it's hard. Yeah, you got to think. Hard. Somebody's blowing up over there. Buzz, buzz. <clears throat> <laughs> My bad. That's me. Got to bring back more of the quizzes. Start reading the book again. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. That, that was a fun quiz. Those are yeah. fun. Yeah, I like that one. That was a fun one. That was a fun one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. Uh, by the way, speaking of, I, I said I was going to bring back the book. Speaking of manatees, did you guys see this news story that got sent to me about two dozen <laughs> times about the manatee? Oh yeah! Someone carved Trump into the back of a manatee, and now they're trying to arrest, find the guy and arrest him. <laughs> just man, just, just I don't know. Why? I, don't know able, I don't know if they'll be able to find him because he lives in the Florida swamps. Obviously, <laughs> if you could spend the ten minutes just wrestling a manatee to scratch into it, I mean, I can't why? believe that that was like something that was able to happen i like, know <clears throat> I, I don't know how you like grab a manatee and do that they don't it just doesn't seem something like it doesn't seem like <laughs> yeah. anything that would be very easy i think you're overestimating the mobility of a manatee man they really don't move very fast well yeah but it's yeah but you have to like yeah, but you have to like grab it and hold it if you're gonna carve a fucking name into it that's true. like that's like, so tough think dude. about the logistics of it yeah yeah but like manatees, like they see the speedboats coming. They just can't move fast enough to get out of the way. Also, they control how buoyant they are by farting, which is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they release gas to raise and lower themselves in the water. <coughs> yes, little Shiva. Cat's looking at me. That's fucking hilarious. So what have you all been up to this week? What's new in the lives of Vito and Christian? Vito, how was your trip? Or Christian, how was your trip? We never even talked about that. It was, uh, dude, it was fucking awesome. Um, precautions are taken a lot more serious. Granted, it's a smaller place, but precautions are a lot more, you know, they're a lot more serious in terms of, you know, when you go to a Walmart you have to step on bleach pads before you go in. Oh, damn. And then you get then you get your temperature checked, and then you get sprayed with a spray bottle. And it's like one person per household allowed in, like, Costco or Walmart. So you're not going into Costco with, like, 700 other people. You're going in there, and uh, you're going in there, and there's literally, like, Maybe a hundred people scattered through an entire Costco. Like, imagine that, including staff. Damn. And so it's yeah, like, that's crazy. Just imagine how, yeah, imagine that. And um, yeah, we we went to a place that had that had no TV or anything for week uh, seventeen of the NFL. We went to we got like super wasted. <laughs> And we went to a Costco. We had our 
our driver take us to a Costco and we bought a fucking flat. We bought a fucking flat screen and <laughs> took it back to the. <laughs> Did you just return it like the day after or whatever? You we gifted it to my. We gifted it to my aunts. Oh, that's kind of yeah. We gifted it to our aunts because it was like, here's a TV for your TV novelas. You know, now you don't have to watch it on some fucking staticky, shitty TV box. Mm-hmm. But the trip was trip was good. It was nice. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of family. We were we, yeah, we we lived it up. It was great. But yeah, the precautions are so, and it's so much. It makes so much more sense. But yeah. Yeah, the only thing yeah, I've seen like that around here, the the local Trader Joe's will make you wait in line and actually counts customers. Safeway doesn't give a fuck though. Safeway's like whatever. No, you're just, you're just walking in. <laughs> Do yeah. whatever you want. And the Safeway cashiers, I swear to God, somebody needs to educate cashiers that consumers don't have allegiance to a grocery store chain, right? Because like. The Safeway cashiers get so butthurt when I, like, don't want to bag my own groceries. They're like, we didn't bring our own bags. Or you didn't bring your bags. I'm like, they don't let you at Whole Foods or Trader Joe's. I'm like, well, we do. I'm like, okay, I, I don't I'll, I don't always come here. I'm not going to keep straight what I can do at what grocery store, lady. All right? Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fun Safeway story. So Friday, <clears throat> um, we were drinking and... Claude and I went to Safeway, and or it was me, Mark, and Claude. Sorry, me, Mark, and Claude. We go in, and Mark buys a <clears throat> half gallon of vodka, and I buy like <clears throat> a Sprite and some Red Bull and shit. And then uh, Claude is in line, but he has some soda and mac and cheese, and he gets it gets up to his turn to pay, and she scans it, Claude. <laughs> Takes his ID out and hands it to the cashier. <laughs> and she's just like, What are you doing? He's like, I thought you needed, to, or he's like, It's my ID. And she's like, I don't need to see your ID. Claude just goes, uh, I look a lot younger with this mask off. <laughs> so Claude, you idiot. You don't need to be. <laughs> she was so confused. Like, what the fuck is going on? I just think, uh, I think what what Claude thought happened was we got group ID'd because mm-hmm. Mark paid first and we were after him with like sodas and shit. Mm-hmm. But he didn't even think about it. And she just rang it up and he's like, here's my ID. She's like, I don't need ID for mac and cheese. <laughs> he's like, I, I look a lot younger with this mask. Oh, man. So I'll tell you a development. Um, pro- starting next Sunday is going to be the kickoff to my very first well today is probably going to be my very first my very first uh solely participated super swipe sunday oh <laughs> oh i know i got to build my profile up i'm going to go have lunch with with my cousin rex and you know, shoot the shit. And my brother's going too, so Jump, we're gonna jumping straight back in, huh? We're gonna build it. Yeah, well, you know, doing the getting the fucking shitty gnarly apps just to have some fun. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like you know, 
to have conversation or, you know, it's like they really start off just to have conversation. You know, it's like, my sister, if you really think about it, my I sister Jessica a got a COVID boyfriend, so it is possible. It's, we think it's weird, but oh, I'm, I'm not looking for any fucking commitment. Not off yeah. of those fucking, not off of <laughs> Tinder or, or Bumble. Not off of those, yeah. but just get drunk at a, a company party. That's how I met my wife, you know. <clears throat> yeah, there you go. A, 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 a <laughs> crowdfunded company party funded <laughs> by the employees. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that was a good night. I was fucking wasted that night. <laughs> so were we all. That's the advantage of we're hosting all... the party. You don't have to worry about getting home. I just have to get to that yeah. bed. <laughs> Uh, you just gotta get to the bedroom. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember getting home. I I lived at the apartment back then. I remember getting in, and I had to go through. You know, because at the apartment, I had to go through a front door, an elevator, and then I got to my room. And doing that after that fucking holiday party, I was. <laughs> it was it was, a, it was difficult. <laughs> I was uh. in the worst fucking shape possible. Thought I drove home, you know. <laughs> so I, I I wake up the next day and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go drive and go to the grocery store and get some shit for my hangover. And I walk out and I'm like, did my car really get fucking stolen last night? Did I leave my keys in there or some yeah. shit? And then I remembered, wait a minute, pulled up Lyft. And then I saw that I Ubered from your house. I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, yeah. very responsible. Trying to piece, it, piece it together. When I wake up in yeah, those situations, it's far. like, all right, rule number one, where are my wallet, keys, and phone? Okay, I have all three of those. Cool. I can yeah. go back to bed and not worry about stuff. One of the yep. first times that ever happened to me, I was like, it was like the night before my college graduation. And I was hanging out <laughs> with my frat buddy in his frat house. And I couldn't find my glasses it turned out I had, like, started frolicking in the backyard like a wasted white girl. And they were just in the backyard of this frat house. So I had, like, six of his frat brothers and me just combing the backyard looking for my eyeglasses. I finally found them. <laughs> we, we all got drunk here, like, about a month and a half ago. And I woke up the next morning and I found a cell phone in the backyard. Oh. And I was like. Oh, I was like, somebody's cell phone turned out to be my brother's. <laughs> he fucking left his cell phone in the backyard. And then the stupid thing was, is I even texted him and said, hey, bro, I found your phone. It was in my backyard. Yeah. And then when I saw it, I was like, you know what? <laughs> you texted him with I the phone in your hand. <laughs> I texted him. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, man. Oh, man. I don't get fucked up like that anymore. I actually, I haven't had anything to drink since January 1st. I would have said 2021, but I had like three beers to finish on January 1st. So in all, Uh, 2020. And how long are you taking on no drinking? I don't know. I don't really like to set goals like that. Probably January at least, you know. Well, just taking a couple weeks off is not going to kill you. I mean... I'm going. I'm going hard in the yard this weekend because you know I'm single and yeah. I uh, I was a fucking mess for a couple of days and yeah. I'm not necessarily saying I'm drinking my sorrows, but what I'm doing is uh, is I'm socially drinking to just be no. I mentally hear you. Healthy. I hear you. 
I definitely thought about it on like Jan 6th when you know the capital was stormed and everything and I'm like oh man is this just our lives now are we just gonna be anxious about these knuckleheads all the time <laughs> whatever I'll deal yeah with the one thing is, is I realize that you know I just gotta I just gotta block out anything political whether it be good or bad I just gotta block it out cause yeah. it, it just it's a, it's a big impact and you know it it's just too much to stress out about when I'm stressing out too much about work and other shit. I can't add like something that I can't control. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. when it comes to the government, it's hard for me to ever believe that I could like control anything on that. So I just kind of, I just ignore it that's, and avoid it. And that's just... the same. I mean, we talked about this, I think me and Vito last week, but like I try and focus on the micro universe around me and like, if I just focus on that, well, 2020 really wasn't a terrible year for us. You know, we got the cats. <coughs> yeah. And I got a big raise at work, and my commute is easier now because it's 10 steps as opposed to an hour, you know. So. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it, and one of the bigger things is, is you know, you're you're still healthy. You yeah. know, we none of us have, none of us have gotten sick. And, you know, it's it's a good thing. There's a lot to be thankful for in 2020. And, Granted, the year itself was a mess, but yeah. if I were to really say it down to it, 2020 was a big growing year for was a big growing year for for your boy over here. So yeah. it's like I'm I'm grateful for it. You know, as shitty as it was, I was really grateful for it. I'm not, and I'm not trying to downplay the suffering of others, you know, but like uh, the fact yeah, that yeah, I, of just, course. I, I just can't deal with the existential dread all the time. So I just focus on the micro. You know, yep. like I made more money in 2020 than I did in 2019. I know that's extremely rare. So be it. Yeah. So be it. <clears throat> so here's a question for you. Did they did they fix Cyberpunk? I finished it. I, I finished it 100 percent. I did literally everything. I um I built a stealth hacker before like all the memes came out about how broken that build is because I thought those were cool skills. And by the end, it was like it, it was like a superhero game wherein I walk into up to a group of five people, I hit them with like three spells, and they're all dead. And none of them even know I was there. It's like okay, well, damn. I had this ball-and-ass uh, assault rifle that had auto-targeting, so you didn't even have to aim it. It would just zoom in on enemies, and I never had to fire it for, like, the last six hours of the game. <laughs> uh, I mean, the story is good, although more and more of these stories are coming up. I'm like, they're never going to fix this. I don't know if you saw, they announced their roadmap for 2021, and the uh, Xbox One, wait, what's X? The Series X and PS5 versions aren't going to be out till like, September like it's insane. Oh, it's shit. Insane. Yeah. You know what I was really sad about? I go on to buy Microsoft Flight Simulator because I had heard so much about it. Yeah. And it's only on PC. But it's on Xbox, <laughs> isn't it? No? No. Oh. Yet. Damn. Summer. That's summer they, it'll be on Xbox. That's what they should have done with Cyberpunk, man. Like they should have just released it on PC first. It wouldn't, I mean, people would have been mad, but it would have been better than this. Like, it's still not for sale on the PlayStation Store, which is insane. This is insane. This whole situation is insane. 
Well, maybe it'll help temper expectations for games. They just put forward. they just put uh, No Man's Sky on Game Pass, so I downloaded it. So I, I don't think that's it. a you kind of game, man. <laughs> Although I haven't played it in years, I played it at launch and it was awful. It was so boring. Although I did get some fun out of it when I would, you know, smoke the wacky tabacky, as the kids call it, before I started playing. Then it was an <laughs> interesting experience. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, as you know, I'm I'm still playing what I'm playing, and right, well, right now I got back into I got back into Ghost Recon Wildlands a little bit, just kind of shooting the shit on that, and, and you know, for a game that's three years old. It may be like one of the best games I've played in the decade. Did, like you, that game the, uh, did you see the Ubisoft Star Wars announcement? Uh, no. The team at Ubisoft that made The Division is making an open world Star Wars game. Ah, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I mean, I didn't like The Division that much, but I do like Ubisoft open world games, you know. This could be fun. Yeah, apparently they're breaking off so their deal cold. with EA. <laughs> What's that? My feet are so fucking cold. What the put, fuck? put on socks, man. I have socks. Put on I'm socks. Die. One of our cats has taken to sleeping in the bed with us, which is very sweet. But like, it's like there's a 12 pound weight on the blanket. So if you yeah. move it, it's really hard. <laughs> it's, it's, so last night I got up to pee and my wife's like, can you give me a blanket? My butt's hanging out. And I'm like, um, so we have like these penguin fleece blankets, but I don't know if you've been following my Facebook stories. The kittens have taken them. They're their blankets. So I look to the pile of fleece blankets and the other cat is like fast asleep on top of the blankets. I'm like, sorry, babe. The cats have stolen all the blankets. I don't know what to tell you. Oh. Good times. Good times. What was I going to ask you about? I mean, we got to do sports, but we can save that. I have more video game stuff. I don't know. Um, I'm thinking about getting Assassin's Creed Valhalla. The only thing is, is I've got to beat the other Assassin's Creed, but now I have all the time in the world to do that. So it's like, I'm excited to play video games again. <laughs> like, I'm excited to play, like, open world big video <laughs> games. Yeah. As opposed to like just playing my standard shooters, yeah, that I can like plug in and play for forty five minutes. Not have to worry about sharing the television. Yeah. And when we first started dating, I was very much like, "Are you sure it's okay if I play video games for six hours?" And my wife's like, "You don't have to ask me every time." And I'm like, "Babe, I've dated enough women." And I grew up with sisters that, like, this is never okay. So, like, I still don't believe you when you really don't mind. But, you know, that's just <laughs> life now. Like, you know. <laughs> oh. That's it, man. I tried to convince Ara to let us put two televisions in the bedroom, but she's like, no, that's crazy. So now she just watches <laughs> TV on her laptop, and I use the big screen for Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where it, no matter... No matter what was said, it never felt right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> Playing video games for like six hours. I'm like, it just yeah. doesn't feel that, right. That, that's why I play World of Warcraft with my wife for six hours. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> Easy clap. Yeah. I mean, this is like a running thing, you know? It's not just 
in the BV Boys community, like, you know, lots of relationships have been lost over hobbies, not oh, even just sure. straight video games, you know? And, like, I forget are where you, I read this. Jobs? Like, I know it's, like, a bit of a meme in TV shows, but the yeah. sort of person who works too much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I forget where I read this. I don't know if it was, like, on a newspaper column or, like, in a podcast <sighs> somewhere, but... The basically boiled down to the girlfriend was complaining that the boyfriend was playing games too much and that he wasn't spending enough time. And he, she was going down the right of like, this is a childish hobby. You shouldn't be doing this so much. And the response is like, I, I, I don't understand that. You know, I, I don't understand it. A hobby outdated. is a hobby. It's outdated yeah. for sure. But the response a hobby like, is a hobby. Yeah. Everyone has hobbies. But, would you prefer he has a hobby like golf where he leaves the house all day or would you prefer he's just in the other room? All right. Calm down. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Oh. And I never I never understood it. I just I don't understand the idea of people dictating somebody that's not themselves personal time. Yeah. Like everybody needs their personal time. And it's like, if you're sitting there dictating that people are going to resent it. Yeah. You know, you're going to get, you, you know, it's just going to get you a world of trouble and it's just not fucking worth it, man. Just let people do what they want to do. And we're, you know, it, it seems like when we were younger, that kind of shit was dictated a lot more, but now, you know, where I'm at 26 and I'm newly out of a relationship I don't think it's a problem I would run into from here on out. I think that that's a problem I would run into when I was 18. I think it was a problem I would run into when I was 20. You know, it's just one of those things where it's like, that's old, that's old news. And I think if people are still like that, it's a, it's a toxic fucking trait. And it's a, it's a clear sign of, Hey, if they don't respect you in your personal time, you got to fucking bounce. Yeah. And, I found it was best you know, to make it clear. Kind of, you know. Yeah, you got to make it clear off the get go. Like, if you've got hobbies and the other person somehow doesn't, but they dictate your hobbies and they dictate your time, your personal time around what they believe you should be doing, you got to bounce, man, because you're more important than somebody else's opinion. Oh, you know, what yeah. you mean to yourself is, is more important. <laughs> Yeah. Than somebody else's opinion. Yeah, like I actually, I, I actually ran into that problem too, but had to I basically like set up an ultimatum and she had to choose between like, you know, letting me be me or like, you know, yeah, me getting out. Yeah, yeah. She she chose to to change over. You know. And I feel like that gets easier not, as you age up you know and, like, and if the change yeah. if the change is right the change will happen you know and exactly and then if, if it's it, not right if for her i would expect her to also you know you know think about it to, to be honest about it and to yeah. just make the right decision yeah no it's 100 percent. like it's Man. not fair it's not fair to either either party involved sometimes people just grow up and change you know like <laughs> Yeah, 100%. You just got to be honest with yourself and your partner about what you need. But, yeah, man, we've got a great Call of Duty, little Call of Duty group, and it's something I'm grateful for because I spend a lot of time playing it. And it's more just like we can't do anything. We can't go out and do anything. But Friday night, I can hang out with all my friends 
by sitting in my living room <laughs> by myself, not spending any money uh, and not making a mess and not waking up hungover. Well, it depends on if I'm drinking or not, but I'm usually not drinking if I'm by myself. So yeah. it's like, man, a lot to, a lot to take in, in my yeah. newly departed venture, but it's a like lot how to take there's in, all those older couples in. who like, like, oh, now, now that you're married, you don't have sex anymore. It's like, no, that's having... <laughs> I made that joke to my wife. <laughs> like, I think we're doing marriage <laughs> wrong because we're supposed to, like, really hate and resent each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Christian, do you know about cuffing season? Do you know what that means? Wait, what? <laughs> or yeah, cuffing season, isn't that... Uh... Cuffing season isn't that uh, what should I call it? Fucking um, isn't that like winter time? Yes, 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 yes. It's the idea that all these like you know single people who love to be single need to find someone to keep them warm in the winter time. COVID is apparently cuffing season on steroids. So <laughs> yeah, I, know. I think you might do pretty well on Tinder right now. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, especially because if, you know, the rumors that Biden's going to lock everyone in place, I think people are starting to get real desperate. <clears throat> Not that I think you can attract a wonderful woman just with your sparkling personality, Christian. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's 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 one of those things where I'm not worried about my, my confidence. Mm-hmm. You know, like my, my physical... My physical looks, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm, like, completely confident with my physical looks, but I've been a big guy for my whole life, so I know how to, you know, swing the big guy trait. But definitely, you know, there's there's a plan in motion, and, oh. you know, as you will, I've, I, I, called, I called a group meeting, and I said I'm, I'm <laughs> taking full advantage of – I'm taking full – or I'm taking full responsibility – for being the like eyesore of the photos of last summer because of how huge I am. I'm like, this is going to be a no fat retard summer. And I'm always like, I'm, we're going to, we're going to do it as a unit. We're going to do it as a team. Everybody's going to do it. And so now like our, our whole group is working out. Our whole group is eating healthier. We're, we're getting ready for summertime and, yeah, it's it's good. It's it's motivating, but it's just like I said, I'm not like I don't like I don't look at myself and I say, you know, oh, I would never be able to I would never be able to get a girl. I'd never be able to do anything. That's just that's fucking dumb. Yeah. Cuz you know, physical physical looks are a big part of things, but they're not they're not make it or break it, you know. They never have been. It's just if if you're a good person and you got a good personality, and you know how to sling some dick, you're you're in, you're in good hands. You know? If I had Mark here, if I had Mark here, I would have before. That's funny. Well, it's also if like I had Mark here, I would, I would have him do the all state, the all state hands. I'm in good hands. Oh, you're in good hands. 
It's also like an age <laughs> thing, you know? Like when you're like 19, 20, you're like, yeah, I need the hottest person I can get. And when you're like in your 30s, you're like, are you a good person? Do we get along? Do I like hanging out with you? Like, Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> Let's be honest, most of a relationship is the two of you just sitting in the silence in a room looking at your different screens. So, like, can I just be around you, like, you know, like, at least my marriage, you know? Like, oh. It's mostly just, yeah, us appreciating each other's energy. Yeah, so. Cool, cool. Did either, let's change gears pretty dramatically. Did either of you watch WandaVision? The first two episodes are up. Nope, not no. interested. Oh, it was very weird. It was so weird. I I, I, I watched the trailer it's after I watched the first two episodes. What's why, that? Why is Marvel doing a slice of life? Like <laughs> you know, I don't think it's a slice of life though. There's something nefarious going on. That's the thing. Oh okay. Yeah. Because like the first episode plays like be, a fifty isn't it second. Supposed home? to be like. Isn't it supposed to be like referencing? Wanda's like, uh, like unconscious brain, like or, or like a, uh, isn't that what they're saying it's going to be? It because appears to be something like that. Like her consciousness is trapped in this loop, like the Matrix or something. Yeah, yeah. That's what it appears yeah, to be. Because in the first episode, it's like it's a pretty straight played like fifties sitcom. Then the second episode, they like it, it, it's like a '60s sitcom. I mean, like this is weird. But then like weird stuff starts to happen where like it's in black and white, but like things that are in color will show up, and they really don't fit in the '60s, like a drone, for example. Like, wait, what? What's going on? What's going on? So I'm really I'm waiting for the mystery to be revealed. But yeah, yeah. It's like a whole, it's you get the whole, all the sitcom tropes, like with the laugh track and everything. And it is weird. It's one of the weirdest shows I've ever watched, honestly. I don't think I'll be catching it. Yeah. But I might wait for all of them to be out instead of going weekly. I feel like it's going to be like one of those Twin Peaks style things where you got to watch them all and pay really close attention because there's some weird shit going on. <clears throat> I blew I blew through Cobra Kai season three, <laughs> and oh, uh, it it was awesome. It's a fun show. It's it's yeah. stupid cheesy, but it is hell of fun, man. I I enjoy that. Did either of you watch but, The Expanse? And should I watch The Expanse? <clears throat> I have not. I have a little bit. <laughs> It's a sci-fi show. It was on the sci-fi channel. Now it's on Amazon. I've heard like a bunch of people talking about it recently. Like, is this show good? Is this a good show? Are you an Never angel? Heard about it. Are you an angel? <laughs> Yippee! And that one's for Jessica. Jessica loves my Anakin impression. <laughs> so, I'm going to do a quick little transition here just so that we can mention it. Uh, I wasn't here to discuss it last week. Um, I am very grateful that the Seahawks got their asses kicked in the wild card round at home. You know, it's one of those things where the Seahawks were undefeated in the wild card or undefeated in the Pete Carroll era at home in the playoffs. Damn. Damn. I said, I said, this is, I was like, this is it. You know, we got to lose here. 
and shit, drastic shit needs to happen to the Seahawks, or else they're still going to be the same goddamn fucking team I've been watching for the last, you know, seven years since they went to the Super Bowl. Mm. They fall flat. You know, they just fall flat. Their offense dies, and the reason why it dies is because Pete Carroll's like fucking 100, and he's running. the same for like, years. Yeah. He's running like Jim Brown football. And it's like, <laughs> you got to stop running your fucking sixth round draft pick running back the whole game when you have a, a guy like Russell Wilson who you can set up a run game. It doesn't have to be the best run game. Your running back just needs to be able to get, you know, 80 yards in a game and a touchdown. Give him 80 yards and a touchdown. Not He doesn't need 150. He doesn't even need 100-plus. Just give Russell some fucking help in terms of get him a good running back, high up in the draft, build, build around him, and give him more weapons, and let him succeed. All you know, Russ I don't needs know, I, is a gas range and a cast iron skillet, man. It's the weirdest thing to me is the weirdest thing to me is people say that Schottenheimer is the reason why that offense collapsed. And that's not true. Schottenheimer was in the booth calling, calling all of the offensive plays and had the most explosive offense in the league for the first eight weeks of the season. You're scoring 35 points a game, which is the most out of any team. You're upwards of like 450 yards total a game. And they go to Arizona, and Russell has one bad night. He throws three interceptions, but he threw for like four touchdowns. But then that was when Pete Carroll decided to get involved in the offensive playing or in the offensive of of playbook. So then him and Schottenheimer started fighting, and they're disgruntled over play calls because they both have totally different ideas. And we go back to the same fucking bullshit. And then guess what? The Seahawks are losing more and more now. They're blowing games. The offense is not clicking. Russell looked like absolute dog shit. It was just horrible. It was terrible. And I said, this is the this is like the worst best season I've ever watched. Twelve and four, by no means is that considered a bad season. But then you go to the wild card and you get your asses kicked by a team that you beat two weeks ago. And and the Rams made it look like they hadn't played the Seahawks in like a fucking year. <laughs> they dominated them. They absolutely dominated them. Russell Wilson had no fucking idea how to pull off a win. And honestly, neither did the defense. They did their job for a while, but eventually when they're on the field for you know, 45 minutes out of an hour-long game, you're fucked. And Jamal Adams is not good in pass coverage at all, which is, you know, it's fine. He's young and he's developing, but he's not a pass. He cannot pass cover. He's terrible. And he proved it, so hopefully it knocks down his price tag a little bit. But, you know... The Seahawks are going to need to retain some really key free agents. Two really key free agents are K.J. Wright and Carlos Dunlap. Those are the two most important free agents on the defense. Offensive offensive side of things, they're going to have to start working towards a mega contract for DK, who is incredible this year. And then they're going to have to start working on a new contract for 
Russell and a new contract for Tyler Lockett. I thought you wanted Those are the most to trade important. Russell. <clears throat> I, you know, I, I don't want it, but I said if, if Russell gets traded, then he get you know, and they bring in a new young quarterback, it'd be I'll give weird. You Daniel Jones, stop, straight stop. up. Daniel Jones for Russell Wilson. Not that you can <laughs> trade quarterback for quarterback. <laughs> It, the Seahawks would suck without Russell Wilson. I'll give There's you no Saquon too. How about that? And the only reason why I would not take Saquon, not at all. The guy's a freak, but the guy is not. The guy can't. He, he, I don't think he'll ever play a full season of football, and it's not his fault. But I don't think he's going to play a full season in the NFL ever in his career. I agree. Uh, That's why and the you same don't spend goes the number two pick on a fucking running back. <clears throat> And the same goes towards, you know, Chris Carson, where he's looking for a massive contract, but the guy plays six games a year. It's like, sorry, dude, not going to fucking fly here. Not going to work. Um, so they got knocked out, but my second team, as we all know, is the Bills. Always mm. has been the Bills. They're going, to the, they're going to the AFC Championship, and they dominated I'm talking about fucking absolutely bent over and dominated the Ravens last night. And, you know, the Ravens aren't a bad team at all. And their defense is fucking crazy good. But the only thing about their offense is if you can stop the run, you're beating Baltimore. And it's just because Lamar Jackson can't throw the football very well. And, so Baltimore designed an entire game of we're going to hand it off to Dobbins. And then when we don't hand it off to Dobbins, we're going to fake the handoff and Lamar Jackson's going to run to the right or the left. And the bills sniffed it out. And ultimately it caused Jackson to go out with a concussion. He got fucking annihilated, but they were not intentionally hurting Lamar Jackson. And nobody ever wants to see players get hurt. I don't want people to think that I'm happy that Lamar Jackson got hurt. No, it's not the case. Not at all. I'm happy Baltimore lost. I hate Baltimore. I don't like Lamar Jackson, but I don't want him to go out there and get hurt. That's, that's retarded. Um, he threw one touchdown last night to the Buffalo Bills for 101 yards, and it, that was amazing. And uh, <laughs> and then he got dropped on his head. I, I... <laughs> yeah, then then he got dropped on his head. Yeah, unfortunately. But hope- but you know, okay. they. So here's so here's the good thing about playing the Bills, and the good thing about getting your ass kicked in Ralph Wilson, and then you know, for Lamar Jackson getting hurt, it sucks. But Bills fans today have been donating eight dollars, which is Lamar Jackson's number to Lamar Jackson's. Charity. Aww. They've been doing like, they've been great. doing that all day. So Bill's Mafia is trending again for charity purposes for like the fifth time this season. So <sighs> fucking Bill's Mafia is the greatest. They're just the greatest sports sports fans in, in the game. You can't get any better than that. <laughs> Did you see the Bill's Mafia after the Capitol riot the other day was like if you motherfuckers overthrow the U.S. government before the Bills win the Super Bowl, I swear to God we're coming for you. 
<laughs> oh my god, that was too funny. That was too. I really hope the second round just goes straight chalk, like the one and two seeds win both games, because it's like, yep, definitely worth it to add that extra playoff team when the one and two seeds win in the second round every time. Yep. <laughs> That's what happened yesterday, and I don't imagine. Well, I don't know. The Saints could lose. They're overrated, but I don't see the Chiefs losing to the Browns. I'm sorry. Dude, that should be a fun game. If the Browns play the way they played the Steelers, it would be a really entertaining game. It would be really fun. The Browns running game is is so absurd. It's disgusting. They probably have the most disgusting running game I've ever seen. You've got... um, Nick Chubb, who's just an absolute freak. And then you have Kareem Hunt, who's another freak. And then it gives Baker Mayfield the opportunity to throw to Jarvis Landry whenever the fuck he wants. And their offense is so balanced, it's it's nice. It's beautiful. And I think it, it gave Baker Mayfield the stability he was looking for. He hasn't had a stable playbook, and now his playbook is so balanced of we have a good run game that we can set up a good pass game. And you can see his confidence coming up. They have a big game against the Chiefs. I I personally think the Browns could beat the Chiefs, just mainly because the Chiefs have been teetering on a... Chiefs have been teetering on a loss, and they lost to the Chargers in the last game of the season, understandably so. But the Chiefs have been... They haven't played football in a couple couple weeks, and the Browns are coming off their biggest win... (laughs) <laughs> essentially in 20 years yeah. plus. So the confidence level in them going into a team that's just been chilling, you know, like hanging out, not playing football is, is going to be interesting, man. And then that's that, that's that bye week That's the scary bye week syndrome mm-hmm. is you come out slow against a team that played last week and it could cost you your fucking playoffs. Especially if you rest your starters on the last game of the season, then you're talking about players who haven't played in two weeks, and then you're fucked. You're usually fucked. Uh, it hasn't worked out for teams to bench their starters in the last game of the season. But uh, today we get to see Tom Thomas Brady and Andrew Breeze. <laughs> Andrew Maybe. Breeze, huh? <laughs> Andrew Breeze and Thomas Brady. It's going to be fun. Did you guys watch the Nickelodeon broadcast? Of the no, game I saw last the week? highlights, though. It's pretty good. It was it's fucking awesome, man. It was it was awesome. But when Cordell Patterson said fuck on live TV on Nickelodeon, that was probably my favorite moment. The ref is, like, calling a flag, and they're trying to, like, break down and, and, and tell, say what the flag is, and fucking Cordell Patterson's right next to the ref's mic, and he just goes, what the fuck? <laughs> and he, <laughs> live Nickelodeon. Dude, oh, that was that's awesome. too funny. So hard. But I saw the slime I, zone I or whatever. I thought that was pretty good. Was like slime zone. SpongeBob icing the kicker. <laughs> I like how the first downline was animated. I'm like, man, they should do more of this. They should do more of this. I think so too. I think so too. I'm glad. I'm almost glad the Giants lost the playoffs, even though it was some bullshit. Because now I don't have to watch a football game until the Super Bowl. That's true. But the one thing about the one thing about that is, I'm more upset for 
Jalen Hurts out of that whole situation that happened. Mm. And, you know, you, you take a guy that's supposed to be your – he's your franchise quarterback now. You just made it clear that Carson Wentz is not your guy anymore and Jalen Hurts is. And Jalen Hurts in the tail end of the season has been playing really well. And in that game, Jalen Hurts was playing extremely well. The idea that it was the last game of the season, after all the bullshit we've been through, mm. we finally got to the end of the season. We made it, you know. And it's a primetime game. It's a divisional game. And we had to watch on primetime TV a head coach take a dive. And I think that was probably the most like disgusting thing I've ever seen on primetime television. Damn. Especially when your new franchise quarterback is going out there to win a game, a divisional game on top of that. And you, you just give him a loss just because you feel like it. You literally pull him out of the game when he's balling out. Apparently he was, you know, apparently he was pissed and, and fucking needed to be restrained in the locker room and, fucking crazy but then they fired doug peterson and i said let's bring him to the seahawks as an offensive coordinator baby. <laughs> oh jeez! oh jeez! well we've had a oh, we've had a good episode I today i think you just gotta get rid of your That's boy pete carroll i see i agree i agree the link people I don't sent? agree with me who doesn't agree with you the same people that saying you need to trade Russ, yeah, you guys are idiots. You got to get rid of Pete Carroll, man. Here's look at look at my uh, look at my Facebook, and you'll see my hot take on how we should get rid of Pete. <laughs> and you'll see how many people you'll see how many people don't like don't like the idea. Did you see the link I sent in the uh, chat here for the fan controlled football league? Are you excited? It's starting soon. <laughs> I was just about to pull it up. <laughs> uh. Richard Sherman is has a team. Marshawn Lynch has the team, and then the what fans is call the plays, huh? It's a fan controlled football league. So like, they all hire coaches. They have they're in a bubble in Atlanta, I think, right now, and they're about to start playing games that are live streamed on Twitch with integration. So fans of whatever team you picked a fan to be a fan of, you uh, you can control the plays and stuff. And yeah, it starts in it's, February. It's Twitch plays football. Yeah, it's Twitch plays football. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Dude, this is so weird. What the fuck? <laughs> Quavo. Yeah. Quavo has a football team with Richard Sherman. Yeah. <laughs> Along Marshawn has one with this Miro guy too. I don't know who Bob Murney and Trevor May are. Me, I'm a Wild Aces oh, fan yeah. because I. Greg Miller Austin video games. Yeah. And they have the best logo here for sure. For sure. The beasts. Oh, you get to pick the rules too. How should the playoffs work? Uh, uh, uh. Dude, this is weird. I didn't even hear about this. This is going to yeah. be fun. It's starting soon. It starts in February. Starts in February, I think, man. I think, Here's your new hobby. <laughs> yeah. So fucking seriously, though, I do think that football needs alternative leagues, yeah. and you can't you can't ever compare yourself to the NFL. And I think that that's what I'm so excited about. The Rock is he 
put out a huge statement about the XFL the other day saying that the XFL is bringing a brand new opportunity to players and it's not selling them on the idea of we are the NFL's uh, little brother. You know, it's like we are a professional league. Yeah. We want professional players and we want people to we want professionals to play in our league. And I think the NFL needs competition because right now it's literally the only fucking thing in its market. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, look at look at the hockey minor leagues and how competitive those are <laughs> and how popular those are. You know, like you think about that shit. Those are like hella successful leagues. There's no reason why the XFL or, or this fan-controlled football league of all things should fail. I it's just more football. You, Johnny Manziel is starting quarterback for one of those teams. So they got real players, too. <laughs> yes. Real former players. Yeah. Too funny. Too funny. All right. I did have one last thing to talk about before we go. I don't know if you have, but I have received a lot of feedback on your top 10 milks. Interesting. I haven't received shit. <laughs> uh, yes. So from Superfan Tim and Renee, they have not heard of any of those milks. Which, wait a second. I got to question that because one of them was Nesquik. <laughs> I'm sure you've heard of yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, strawberry. Katie wants uh, to I know mean, what you have why... against non-dairy milks and why you didn't include any. Um, I don't have anything against non-dairy milks. I, if they really wanted to do a non-dairy milk list, I could give you one, but I just don't drink. I don't drink many. I don't drink many milk alternatives. That's the next. I'll do all of them. <laughs> the top ten non-dairy milks. Oh my god. Oh. Do they make like strawberry soy milk? I have no idea. Do people even drink soy uh, milk anymore? So, yeah. Isn't it all about almond and? Your various nut milks, you know, cashew milk. We do oat milk. milk. Oat milk, yeah. Oat milk, yeah. Oat milk's really popular right now. Um, I don't drink milk. Oat milk, hazelnut milk. Well, I don't almond I mean, milk. I use it with like cereal or like sometimes with my coffee if I feel like it. I'm feeling too acid refluxy for a straight black cup. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta make fun of my sister for a second because we were talking. I was asking, we were playing Among Us last night, and I asked Renee and Tim what they thought of top ten milks. And Jessica's like, "Did you say milks? What's a milk?" And we're like, "Did you just ask us what milk is? You know, the creamy white beverage <laughs> comes from cows." <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my god! What a dork! What a dork! That's pretty much all the feedback I got. Milk. Milk. <clears throat> <sighs> All right. Well, we can wrap up here. My cats are taking a nap. My wife's taking a nap. I'm probably going to take a nap. It feels like nap time. <laughs> Anything? Any last things to add, team? Anything um, to talk so about? So far, I think we're good. I think BlizzCon's coming up in like a month or two. Oh, that's cool. I'm excited. I'm excited to hear about the next patch. I hear that the Diablo Immortal game is not terrible. The phone game? <clears throat> I mean, it most likely never really was going to be terrible. Yeah, the internet just freaks out about shit. Because it's basically just deal. Diablo 3, but on the phone. Yeah. And Diablo 3 is Lucky. actually pretty good. Lucky. Yeah. Yeah, meow, 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 meow. All right, let's wrap this up. <coughs> Jesus. This has been episode 
111, episode 111 of the Beefy Boys. That was a good episode. We made it. We made it live for the 111. <laughs> Amber is the color of my energy. If we're still around at 311, I'm just going to be doing 311 quotes the whole time. Yeah, that's right. that's what we'll have to do. It'll literally just be <laughs> 311 quotes. Can we expand it to the entire rap rock genre, or does it just have to be 311? No, we can do. We can. It'll be a. It'll be a rap rock special. Okay, so, so episode. We'll have like, 311 yeah. in five years like, we're definitely gonna remember <laughs> you got me lifted gifted higher than the ceiling oh man we're not, <laughs> i was in the middle of the wrap-up we're, we're not gonna go all the way to, into the, our appreciation for 90s rap rock all right anyways this is episode 111 of the beefy boys bud club and we'll see you knuckleheads next week see you.